Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning, Jess. Good morning, Zenobia. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Tanisha. Hey. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning, Addie. Good morning, good morning, Marianne. Good morning. Good morning, Cleisha. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy, yeah. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Keisha. Somebody just inboxed me. Her name is Rosalind Mosby. She says she's trying to find coffee and conversations, but I can't log off and go tell her where it is. So I don't know if she's friends to anybody. Um, <laughs> beat them eyes this morning, Jess. Beat them eyes. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh, yeah, I'm jamming. This is my son. This is Powerball. Um, Keyshawn Furlow. If you haven't heard him, check it out. If you're looking for clean music for your kids, this is the music. Now, I will tell you, um, some of his struggle is in this. So, some of the um, content sometimes is for more mature kids. So, make sure you check it out before. There are certain songs I don't, songs I don't even let my little boys listen to because they grown and sexy. But he's definitely getting his message out. He's definitely repping Christ for his generation and it has his mom so so pleased um and more so his guys so so pleased good morning deb good morning sasha good morning vanessa so this morning i am jamming um it's funny um i told y'all when i wake up with something my spirit it must be for something um so i was really listening to the words of his song and what he was saying good morning and walk welcome to coffee and conversations i am lakeisha johnson for those of you who are just tuning in or who may have never tuned in welcome we thank you we are blessed by you my t-shirt today is blinged out by dpw serenity and it says believe on it um believe i'm believing god for something you should be believing god for something there we go rosalind found us hey rosalind good morning um i'm so glad she was able to find us very excited about this morning um y'all see i got different hair this is my field trip hair i'll be on the heifer ranch all day today with this seven year old um i uh, being a mom is dope being a grandma is dope too but being a mom has just fulfilled me so much in life so i really enjoy that um i want to pray and i want to get started in the word today i'm really excited about the word and what god is doing um hillary i watched the video you sent me and thank you for being persistent in that i love him i watched him before um but it was good for me also because it was exact confirmation of something the lord was showing me about being mission-minded um i want to pray for you guys and then i want to get started in the word today for those of you guys just getting in and logging on i see tamika i see vicky um if you Rhonda, if i didn't call out your name there's kim it's not because it meant it, i didn't see you it meant you were rolling in fast remember share the video live share it right now hashtag just being lmj and get that video out there Let's get this word going this morning. Uh, Father God, we thank you for the word today. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your long suffering. We thank you for us waking, waking us up this morning, Lord God, giving us the activities of our limb, clothing us in our right mind, Lord God. We just want to bless you, praise you, and say thank you for this morning. Thank you for the people today, Lord God. I ask that you prepare their heart, that it not fall on deaf ears, Lord God, that the word be rooted and established 
established in them in love that they're able to go and share with other people. Build us up today. Holy Spirit, take over. Lord God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Father God, that I decrease, that the Holy Spirit may increase in me. We love you, Lord, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God is so faithful. How y'all doing? Hey, Juana, good in, get good. Um, so this morning, it's a couple things I want to share first, um, that the Lord really pressed upon my heart of why we are up doing this. Remember that while we are, I got a shiny forehead, I'm sorry, I'm moisturized while we are up or in this thing and while we're doing this and remembering that we were not created for ourselves at all. Um, everything we do should be done for the glory of God. And I mentioned a video Hillary had given me and he was talking about the difference between being meal minded and mission minded. And that's definitely what this is. That's def definitely what coffee and conversations is about. This is about us getting the word out to other people. Um, this is about you, you guys getting free. This is about our freedom in Christ Jesus. This is about salvation. This is about other people. So um, it's important when you share the word, it's, it's really about us reaching out to save other people. And I, I'm just grateful for God. I'm just grateful. I'm excited and I'm grateful. So this morning, I want to talk to you about isolation. Um, the Lord brought that up in my spirit um, this morning. And I, I was really kind of it was interesting for me because I was like, Lord, where are we going? We've talked about this a little bit. We've talked about this in relationship to our people. And he quickened me quickly and said, Lakeisha, we'll get the word in multiple times. We'll study this same thing a bunch of times. He said, I'm not interested, you know, in y'all getting it and feeling good for a minute. I'm interested in you getting it. And this becomes your lifestyle that you live this out daily, that this word is lived out daily, not just cause you feeling good, not cause this day is, um, okay, but that this word is lived out daily. Like we're living this out Every day of our lives, we're not going to just just have this for the moment. Um, and it made us feel good. It's not patching. This ain't no band-aid. This ain't no neosporin. This isn't a quick fix. This is what we're going to live out daily. He's giving these tools, these applications, these things. He's challenging us in our thought process so that we can live this out daily. This is our lifestyle, like our lifestyle. This isn't, um, just what we say we are. This is our lifestyle. We are branding ourselves. That's good. Lord. We are branding ourselves for life. That's what we're doing in this. We're branding. This is your ultimate brand. You should be like Christ Christian. We're going to brand. We're going to tattoo something. We're going to brand ourselves out. We're branding ourselves out in this word. So we welcome the Holy Spirit this morning to, to quicken us, to challenge us, to help us overcome those areas in our lives that have been drought, um, that have been dead, that need to be cut away, um, that need to be renewed, that need to be revitalized. We're, this is what this is. This is what coffee and conversation is about. This is what this, this, this thing is doing for us. It's building us up so that we can go out and build other people up. That's why you, some of you are feeling the press to be up at five in the morning, no matter what. It's not about LMJ. It's not, it's not about LMJ. It's about the fact that you're up because there's a divine connection. There's a divine order. There's a divine thing in place that's getting ready to propel or lead us on this next journey. And if you haven't noticed the word that the God has been giving us over the last couple of weeks has been a setup. Like it's been very strategic. He started here and then he began to build us up and 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 he began to build us up. up. Y'all see this? And he began to build us up. So it's a setup to be set out. Like we being set up to be set out right now. We are being set up to be set up, set out. You got to go back and track the videos, go back and watch them all from the last couple of weeks, like starting resurrection Sunday right before resurrection Sunday up until now, it's been a build up. It's been a set up for us, a set up for us to be set out. And I'm excited about that. So 
this is what the Lord, this is what the Lord had me share today. This is the thing that he wants, uh, wants me to convey to us. It's very easy to become isolated when we are going through. It is very easy for us to become in this zone when we've experienced hurt and other issues. And the clear thing that the Lord gave me this morning is do not isolate yourself. Isolation is the trick of the enemy. Do not isolate yourself. Isolation is the trick of the enemy. And so the scripture, of course, today that I'm going to hold on, hold on, hold on. I had everything marked this morning and then I start um, being them eyes. <laughs> just, just knows what that means. Um, this thing that he wants us to understand is this isolation thing. I'm going to tell you something. And I shared this with a very good friend of mine. She was going through something and she, we hadn't talked to her. Several of my other friends hadn't talked to her. And I was like, what's up with you? And she was like, I was just going through and I was in prayer. And the Lord said this to me. This was the significant thing the Lord said to me. He said, here's why we need other people, right? Here's why we need other people. When you're going through, like imagine you in the center, right? You're going through and you may be down on your knees praying. You may be down on your knees praying, but when you link to other people and you have a covering, then those other people are covering you. So then when any other attack of the enemy tries to come in, you got a guard. Mm. Mm, you got a guard or you got a protection around you that keeps that enemy from getting in while you're on your knees trying to be worked out or get this situation worked out. Because often when we're on our knees or when we're going through or we're praying, our eyes are closed so we can't see the other attacks of the enemy. So that circle or those other people praying for you or those other people connecting to you are your guards. They're your angels. They got you on lock. They're holding you down so that you don't go down. You get that? You get that? How? Oh my gosh! How powerful is that? So, so that private thing that the that that the enemy keeps doing to us to make us so private, where we won't share anything with anybody, and God is trying to connect us to people. That's what those we need. Those people, like we need those people around us. We need we need people around us who are in position, who are praying for us, who are covering us to connect to be around us so that when we're in the trench, when we're the ones sitting and sitting in the center, then they've got us covered and they're protecting us from even the things we don't see. That's why intercessors are important. That's why praying friends are important. Those, that's why all those things are important. That's why it is a trick of the enemy. Like it is a trick of the enemy to get us isolated. Did you know that? That's his whole trick. If he can isolate you, if he can make you offended, if he can get you in a position in a place where you won't connect to the right people that you need to connect to in your, your, your season, then he puts you in the position to be open for attack, to be open for attack. To be open for attack. That's that that's that's his whole goal. That's whole that's his whole goal. Get you isolated, right? Get you isolated, and then the onslaught occurs. The onslaught occurs. That's the whole thing of isolation. And he says here in Hebrews 10 um, and 25, and mine is coming out the NIV version. So the other version is going to say something different. And it says, um, and I'm going to back up. And it says, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So he was telling them, and we've heard this all the time. Do not forsake the assembly, right? We've heard this all the time. He was telling them, hey, you need to get connected to some people. You need to be attached to some people. And it's not just even about being in church because remember there was not a physical church building. There was not a physical church building. But it was about being connected. You need to be connected to other believers so that you can be built up, so that you can have what you need. You cannot be isolated in this thing by yourself. If you're isolated in this thing by yourself, then that, that, that's all he needs. That's all he needs. Do you remember when Jesus went off, when Satan was tempting him? Where was he at? He was by himself. Satan slick 
quickly tried to get in or even on Jesus by himself. When Eve was in the garden and the, and the serpent started talking to her, do you know where she was? She was by herself. She was over off to the side by herself. When we are by ourselves, it's exactly how the enemy tries to get in. Because when he knows you're off by yourself, he knows he can present a situation to you that may not even be your truth. It may not even be your truth. You may not even be looking, but when you're isolated and by yourself, he can say whatever he wants to. So isolation is a trick of the enemy. It's a trick of the enemy. And people are like, oh, the Lord told me to go in prayer and I had to be by myself. I'm not saying there are not periods that the Lord doesn't call you to yourself. That's a different, not by yourself, calling you to yourself. There will be periods where the Lord calls you to yourself. But even when he calls you to yourself, he'll have certain people around you to pray, to keep you covered. He didn't call you to yourself to be by yourself. That 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 isolation is a trick of the enemy. I'm telling you it is. Um, God created us to be in fellowship. God created us to be connected, disconnect. He didn't want us to be disconnected. He wanted us to be connected to the right people. He wanted us to be connected to the right people. And I'm going to tell you this everywhere in the Bible, all these things, these monumental things that happen, they always had to be connected to somebody else. Um, Exodus 17 and 12, right? When Moses, this is, this is so powerful. And I love this. This is show, this shows the strength of how we need each other. And Aaron was Moses's brother, right? And Moses had this call, this thing before God that he had to do. And Aaron, and he was tired and he was fatigued in his physical body. And Exodus 17 and 12 says, when Moses's hand grew tired, they took a stone and put it under his arm. And he said on it, Aaron and her held his hands up on one side. One on the other said his hands may remain steady till sunset because every time that Moses's hands got tired, baby, it's a whole lot in this. I'm telling you, I could go on forever. Every time his whole, Moses hand got tired, he, they started losing, right? They were in battle. As long as his hands up, they were winning. Well, he couldn't hold his hands up. He couldn't do this ministry by himself. He couldn't be on this vision on his own. He couldn't be in this mission alone. He had to have Aaron and her on one side of him holding his arms up. Why we're supposed to be connected to people. David had Jonathan everywhere in the Bible. The, the big things that you see happening God always shows us connected to people. So we were not created to be in this thing alone. That, that's not what God did. God didn't create us to be in this thing by ourselves. He didn't want us isolated. And I understand you've been hurt. Cool. Um, and I'll give you my own example. When we built sickle cell support services, Jermaine and I were doing a lot of the work itself. After he died, um, somebody came to me and gave me a very wise word. It was one of my persons from my golf tournament. He said simply to me, he said, Lakeisha, you got to build other people up around you. You cannot do this by yourself. So you know what I did? I built other people around me because I couldn't hold this up on my own. I could not hold this up on my own. It wasn't created for me to hold up this up on. I didn't need a title. I didn't need this grand thing saying I did something, I needed to be connected to all the right people so that I could accomplish what I needed to accomplish for the Lord. So we were meant to be connected together. You are not supposed to be by yourself. Even when people tell me they enjoy their singleness, I'm not saying that there aren't people who aren't supposed to be single, but God really created us for marriage. God really created us to be connected. He said that early in his early scripture, man, he didn't want man to be long. He saw that man was long. So he created, he created everything in pairs he created us to be connected to another person period but because we've been damaged broken hurt and all this other stuff we shift and think differently of relationships and I understand that I've had bad relationships before but God created us to be connected to someone else we are not to be isolated that's also why ish ish the hebrew the greek term for man is ish and the woman is isha giver and receiver right giver and receiver we were all created to be connected like we were all created to be connected interrelated interdependent and connected it's not good for man to be alone that's why i don't believe in these long-term dating relationships these six seven years of dating if you haven't figured me out in year one you're probably not going to figure me out. It's not going to be perfect, right? But the six, seven year relationship is really just an expansion time for the enemy to get in. It doesn't take six, seven years for you to figure out whether or not you want to be married to me. It don't figure that out. 
About that six months to a year, you even, you know whether we're compatible or not. But the world system of thinking will tell us that that's our norm. That's not our norm. That's not what God intended for us. If you look up anywhere in the Bible, they didn't have these long dating courtships and all that other stuff. That isn't what happened. They, they saw somebody, they knew they were good for them, and then they made some grown people decisions. But I can teach you on that. That's a whole nother decision. So just, that's a whole nother thing. But I'm just telling you to understand how we're supposed to be interconnected and interrelated with each other. How we're supposed to love each other. How we're supposed to be in relationship with each other. Um, so we were not. My second thing to you is, right? Um, when we reject God, we reject people, right? When we reject God, we, we reject people. It's, it's a no brainer. If we, we, when we reject, I'm sorry, when we reject people, we reject God, period. If we reject people, if we won't receive people, if we won't get past hurt, if we won't walk in forgiveness, then we are rejecting God, period, period. Period. When we reject people, we reject God. It's not, it's not, it's not acceptable. I'm reading you first John four. Um, and I made seven through 20. It says, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made us complete. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given of us his spirit and we have seen and testified that the father has sent this son to be the savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is son of God, God lives in them. And they and God. And so we know and rely on love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us. So that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out all fear. Because fear has to do with the punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or a sister, is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister, whom they have seen, cannot love God, whom they have not seen. And he has given given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. Man, man, <laughs> man, that that's the word. That that's the word. I just gave you pure unadulterated word, not Lakeisha the word. Marianne, you got to stop rejecting Trump. You got to love him. We got to pray for him regardless of how he acts. That is our truth. This, I just gave you pure unadulterated word. I just backed up everything I said. There is no way you can reject people and not reject God. You can't. So when you isolate yourself from people, you're rejecting God. You're isolating yourself from God. And we create all these mechanisms and things in our mind. Well, you don't know what they did to me and they hate on me and they, they don't like me and they were looking me up and down and they jealous of me. And they, uh, that is not of God. I don't have any time to spend thinking about why other people don't like me. I don't care. I don't care. The only time I care is if I know I'm bringing offense. If I know that I'm bringing offense, then I care. If I know my mouth is out of line, then I care. If I know my actions are anything other than love, then I care. But if they're not, I do not care and you should not care either. We got to reach back. It tells you, it says, what does it tell you to do about your enemy? You're supposed to love your enemy. Do good to them that despise you. I tell you all the time, if somebody's done something to you, go bless them. Buy their lunch, pay for the meal, break that yoke off your life. But we cannot reject people and love God. You cannot isolate yourself from people and love God. You're expecting God to do something for you. Do you know how God is going to do something for you? It ain't getting ready to fall up out the air. He's going to do something for you through another person. He's going to restore you through another person. He's going to bring you love through another person. <laughs> 
He's going to do what he needs to do for you through another person. It's not going to be in your isolated self. It's going to be through another person. So you're in need of something. You've isolated yourself. The Lord is trying to get it to you, but your front door locked and closed, right? You got a screen up. You got a metal door. You got a protector. You got a bar down. You got a bolt. You got a key lock. You got yourself locked in this box, right? And he can't even get what he needs to get to you. He can't get what he needs to get you because you all locked up. You, you all locked up. You locked up. You want love. You want to experience love. You really looking for love, right? But you all locked up. You locked up. How am I going to get love to you if you won't receive it? How am I going to get you your boo thing if you, you focused on the last broken relationship? It happened. It was hurtful. It was dogmatic. It didn't feel good. He cheated. He abused you. Cool. Get past that hurt. Get healed. Don't take it into the next relationship, but open up the door to receive love. If, if all things, Romans again, if all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, right? That means even our bad works good. You think he's not going to restore you once you've been through a bad relationship? He's looking to bless you with the next good relationship. But he cannot do it if you all locked up, if you all isolated, if you all in your thing. I'm good. I don't need nobody. Now, let me explain something to you. I'm real comfortable by myself. I go eat by myself. I go to the movies by myself. I read a lot. I'm cool being just with LMJ. Like I am. I'm real cool with, like I'm real cool with being just LMJ. But here's the thing that I've learned. My relationships, these divine connections, these relationships with other people take me into a whole different place. So I'm good being just by myself. Like I love me. Like I love me like from a whole different place. I didn't always feel this way, but when I encountered the true love of Christ, it allowed me to love myself at another level. But I'm better connected to people. I'm better in relationships with people. So we cannot reject people and not reject God. God can't get you what he needs if you're isolated. He can't. He can't heal you. He can't restore you. He can't even give you money. Like, I, I, I'm serious. This woman had kept inboxing me. This was really funny to me. I was believing Lord, the Lord for something. I had a leak in my house. Um, my plumbing had messed up. I was believing. This woman kept inboxing me on Facebook. And I was like, what is she? What is she? I don't know this woman. Um, I, this is strange. She just kept inboxing. He's, she's, she kept inboxing me, kept inboxing me. Finally, I was like, what? I was like, okay, lady, I'm going to contact you. I wound up running into her at the post office. She said, Lakeisha, I got something for you. I get up. She comes. She pulls this money order out. She signs it. She hands it to me, right? I get in the car, sit in the car. I flip the money over open. It's $500. It was the exact thing I needed because my house, right, <laughs> had this leak and I need, I had this excessive water bill. And the Lord told me something. He said, when you isolate yourself or you become so skeptical of people and you don't tune in to the Holy Spirit, you'll miss my opportunity for me to bless you. You missed my opportunity for me to bless me. You almost missed the opportunity. And it was delayed like two or three weeks because I was avoiding the woman. Because I didn't understand her motives. Because I was being suspicious. Because I thought she was up to something. When I just should have tuned into the Holy Spirit and understood she was trying to connect because God was trying to lose her, use her in my life. When you reject people, you reject God. When you reject people, you reject God. Period. We cannot reject people. We cannot reject people. We reject God. Now, my third scripture for you today and my third point my, that God just gave me, it says anytime you need to level up, God will connect you to a different group of people. Anytime you need to level up, God will connect you to a group of different people. It's Isaiah 55 and 8. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return it without watering the earth and make it, so is the word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty. Anytime you need to level up, anytime you need to level up, 
God is going to connect you to a different people. God is going to, so if you're isolated in your small groups or your small circles or in your small thinking, you're going to stay in your small system. God, like you can't, you gotta, if you're going to go up, if you're going to go up a level, you can't stay in your comfort zone with these same people. You can, you can't isolate yourself into only this specific group of people. You, you cannot. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, like you can't stay And if your friends are a certain kind of friends and they don't believe and they not grinding like you grinding or they not pressing into the things of God like you pressing into, they, you going to stay stuck right where you are. When God connects you to a different group of people, it's to level you up. When people come to me and tell me I'm looking for a mentor I, I want you to be careful about saying the Lord told me I'm supposed to mentor you. And here is why. Mentors were not meant to make you comfortable. Mentors were not your amen corner. Mentors were not your encourager. That's not what a mentor is. That, that's not what a mentor is. A mentor is not someone sent to make you comfortable. My mentors are not to make me comfortable. My people are not to make me comfortable. The two, three, I got like four people who speak into my life, who mentor me in ministry, in business, as a woman of God. Those people that mentor me are not to make me comfortable. That's not what they're sent for in my life. So, so anytime you level up, because God is going to give you a mentor, he's going to give you an encourager, right? He's going to give you someone to encourage you through your process. Your mentor and your encourager are probably not the same people. Um, and so anytime we got to level up, we got to understand how to connect to people. But when we isolate ourselves, like when people are like, I got my friends, you know, I got my small group of friends. I ain't moving outside my small group of friends. Good. Stay in your small world. Stay in your small world because anytime we're going to level up, we're going to have to connect to a different group of people. We're going to have to, we're going to have to connect to a different group of people. You, you got to learn that anytime you want to level up, you can't know everything. I used to talk a lot to my mentors. I don't talk a lot around them. I'm learning not to say much. I'm just trying to get what they got to give me. Why? Because they've already walked through this process. So it's up to me to be quiet. If I'm not well developed in an area, I got to connect to the people who can help groom me. Iron sharpens iron for me to get to this next level. Do you understand that? Anytime you got to level up. You got to connect to a new group of people. It doesn't mean you completely leave the other people behind, but you got to connect to a new group of people that's going to challenge you to go into a new direction. That's in your spiritual life. That's in your marriage. If you're around, like say you marry and all your friends got dysfunctional marriages, you need to go find healthy marriages. <laughs> if you're trying to aspire to be a business person, you better go find people who know business. I don't talk to people who ain't, don't know business about business. I don't talk to people. I'm a great businesswoman. Now I'm working on being an excellent businesswoman. I'm great with my nonprofit. Now I'm working on being excellent. So I'm seeking out people who can elevate me for that. You better level up. You got to level up. And if you're going to level up, it ain't comfortable. So you can't keep yourself isolated to these, these same group of people. You can't keep yourself isolated to these same group of people. Some of y'all not leveling up because you in your comfort zone of those people around you. Why? Because they act like you, they look like you, and they don't make you uncomfortable. That's why I'm cautious when people are like, oh, I need a mentor. I probably ain't your mentor. When you come to me talking about mentor, you got to be prepared for what I'm going to give you because I'm going to give you the unadulterated truth. I'm going to give you a word and my stuff ain't real soft and tender. I don't do, you can't do a whole lot of crying here. If your mentor is allowing you to cry and whine a lot, you need to question your mentor. Your mentor is not sent to make you feel good. Like it's not those people that are sharpening you. They're not sent to make you feel good. So you cannot, if you're going to get to where you need to get to, you cannot stay isolated to them same group of people. You, you, you can't, you bet you better figure it out. If you got a millionaire mindset and the Lord has told you, you're going to make a million dollars. You better find a million dollar people because 30,000 and 40,000 people not going to understand million dollar millionaire mindset. And I ain't talking about you aspire to be a million. You know that the Lord has told you this is what you're going to do. You better find million dollar people. That's why some of you got to come out your office. Some of y'all going to have to make some transitions. Some of y'all going to have to move. Some of y'all going to have to do some stuff. Mm. <clears throat> some of y'all going to have to do some stuff 
that's going to require you to expand so you can expand. But, but you cannot isolate yourself. You cannot isolate yourself to them same group of people. You cannot. If you're going to level up, because remember, he said his ways are not. We are not. This is not our ways. This is not our thought process. This is not our thinking. Your purpose, your mission in life cannot. You got to find people when you're trying to level up. When the Lord is trying to take you to another level, you've got to find the right people to connect to. You got to be in circles. I don't even eat in the same environments I used to eat in. Why? Because I have a different mindset of where I'm going. Why? Not that I'm not any better. It's just I need something to sharpen me to get to the next level. I got to get to the, I got to, because it's not about me. It's about my mission in life. It's about what I have to do to serve people. The, the man I told you in the, the, the past, I can't even think of his name right now. He said, either you meal, you meal centered or you mission centered. You centered on helping one person or you centered on helping millions of people. You centered on just yourself or you centered. When we isolated, we are the most selfish. When you isolate it, it says you're only centered on yourself. Even if it's for your good of your kids, you're still only centered on yourself. So that's the third thing. Anytime you need to level up, God is going to put you around. So you can't be isolated to the small group of people. You can't be isolated to a same group of people. You cannot. It's not effective. It's not. It's good. It's good that you challenged. Challenges are good. <laughs> it's good that you pressured. You get strong. You're never going to know. Um, I wrote something the other day talking about swimming because how much I love to swim. I couldn't figure out how strong my legs were until I got into the deep end. You don't know if you're strong in the shallow end. Why? You always got that bottom underneath you. But if you're going to level up, you cannot isolate yourself to a small group of people. I have seen people die at a certain level. And I don't mean die like die physically, but spiritually. I've seen them cap out. Do you know why they capped out? It's because they left themselves isolated to a small group of people or a small circumstance. They left themselves right here. Limited, limited, limited. When the Lord told me to put my sister circle together, it was strategic. <laughs> I didn't understand it all, but it's a strategy in it. And as we growing and developing, we all gleaming off, gleaning off each other. It was a strategy to it. It was strategy to it. Strategy. We leveling up. This is a level up thing, but we cannot stay isolated. We, we cannot, we cannot stay, stay that the Lord didn't create us to be isolated, interlocked, interconnected, interdependent, interlocked. Interlock. Y'all see that? Interlock. So you know what happens when I interlock? I'm much stronger interlocked than I am like this. Like this, something can get in the gaps. Interlocked, right? I seal the gaps. I seal the holes. I meet the needs. The people get served. The mission is accomplished. The world is better. Christ is everywhere. Because we're not about ourselves. Your struggle is not about you. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about somebody else. I was bruised. I suffered for you. Do you get that? Like my suffering I went through was for you. My suffering was for you. It wasn't for me. It strengthened me. But my suffering was for you. I suffered because of you. I, it's honorable. I got that this morning. Like I learned that this morning. My suffering wasn't for LMJ. My suffering was for you. My suffering was so you could be healed. My suffering was for you to come out. My suffering was for you to get better. My suffering was for you. My suffering ain't for myself. My suffering for you. My suffering is so you can break free. So you can be healed. So you can be set free. So then you can in turn... Go and set somebody else free. Sheep begat sheep. <laughs> That's what that was about. It wasn't for myself. So this morning in this thing, isolation is a trick of the enemy. When people tell me they guarded and they got walls up and they got issues, that's the enemy. That's not God. God created us to love. I showed you that in 1 John. He said, how is it you know, how is it you tell me you love me, but you can't love somebody else? If we reject people, we reject God, period. If you always got problems and issues with people and this same thing keeps surfacing about people and you keep pulling yourself back 
from people, you need to check yourself. When I wasn't a good friend, right? I had to check myself. When I wasn't a good mentor, I had to check myself. And so this isolation thing, <laughs> this isolation thing, when we reject people, we reject God. When we reject people, we reject God, period. You cannot love God and not love people. You cannot have a relationship with God and not have a relationship with people. It don't add up. I love my value, my wealth, my relationship, my connections to people are so deep. Not everybody's my best friend. Not everybody's in my sister circle. But my relationship, my connection to people is so deep. And I know I'm healthier and better for it. And then my last thing, anytime you need to level up, remember that. Anytime you need to level up, God is going to send you to a new level of people. Your mentor ain't going to make you comfortable. Your mentor not meant to make you comfortable. And if you got a mentor that's making you comfortable and they let you whine a lot and they bounce you a lot and they do all that, you need to check whether or not that person needs to mentor you. That may need to be your encourager. There's a difference between your encourager and your mentor. Your mentor is going to pull some stuff out of you you didn't even know was in you. Going to challenge you to go great, not be good. The people I have in my life mentoring me right now are forcing me to be excellent in every area of my life. Why? Because when I level up, he's going to attach me to a new group of people. If God is elevating you, and I'm serious, if God is elevating you, your, your circle is going to start to look different. People might not even need to be attached to your business no more. People might can't go where your ministry is going. They might can't be attached to that. That's why you got to keep your ear close to hearing what the Lord is saying to you when he's trying to level you up because it's going to make you uncomfortable. But you cannot isolate yourself to them same small group of people because you can't get there. You can't get where God is trying to go. You can't, you can't do it. You, you, can't, you can't do it. Isn't God good? That was good this morning. I thank him for that. Like, I thank him for that word today. Isolation is a trick of the enemy. That, that's it. it it's, it's pure. It's, it's cool. It's the unadulterated word. That's what he's telling us. We cannot isolate ourselves. We got to stay connected to people. You got to stay connected to people. You got to ask the Lord about the people in your season. And you cannot be afraid to let people go. You can't be afraid to let people go. You can't be afraid to shift. You can't be afraid to move. You can't be afraid to receive people. You can't be afraid to receive people. You cannot. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot be believing God to restore you and you can't connect to people. Your restoration is always going to come through someone else. You know, the scripture says in Matthew, it says, given, it should be given unto you. Press down, shaken together, shall men give unto your bosom. You can't get what you need in your box locked up. You can get what you need by being connected to people. People are going to connect to people. People are going to connect to you. So you got to you got to be open to connections. And and there's something to that. When when God is trying to connect you to people, stop looking at them through your eyes. Ask the Lord to give you your eyes for people. I don't it's funny because um because I do have an opinion. I really don't have an opinion about people. And sometimes people would think I'm looking at them from an opinionated place. And I never really do. My core group knows that. Like, I love you just where you are. Even if you tell me you've been the worst of people, I don't care. Like, I don't care about your past sins, your mistakes. I see you. My thing always is, Lord, let me see them how you see them. Let me love them how you love them. Let me love them from a very pure place. Because the scriptures says that how are you going to look at my eyes in my eyes and talk about this uh you got a plank and i got some little dust in my eyes i'm not even looking at you I i'm not even looking at you and as an elder um there's something i want to give you it's romans 19 it says let us therefore make uh, 14 and 19. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. He was telling them regardless, stop all this arguing and then all this mess. Um, stop being, stop being funky with each other. Roman, uh, first Peter four, seven, and first seven and eight, then in the end of all things is near. Therefore be of alert and of sober mind so that you may pray above all love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sin. If you're isolated, right? 
If you're isolated, you can't be loving people. I offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use your gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace. If you isolate it, you can't serve other people, right? If anyone serves, they should do some, so with the strength of God. And then it also goes into five and it talks about being the elders of the church. Those of us more mature, it says what we're supposed to do. We, we're supposed to be serving. And when we're elders and when we're people in ministry or we're people influence, our influence is only to serve. It's not for people to be coming to you and serving you. Like it's not for people. It's not for you to go out and host some event and you act like you the big wig on the scene or all that other stuff. It's for you to be serving people, not lording over people. That's first Peter five and three. Cause when the chief shepherd hits the scene, he going to look all like, like it's a whole responsibility to people in this book. It's a whole responsibility to people in the book. It's a whole responsibility to people in this book. And we just got to remember this and being in relationship and not isolating ourselves. You can be, you can be out and public and still be isolated in your mind. Did you know that you can be out and be in, in front of people and still be isolated in your mind? Cause you're so suspicious of everybody around you. You so, Ooh, are they looking at me funny? You, we got to, we reject, right? People, we reject God. I love y'all. That was a good word this morning. That was a good word this morning. Thank God for that word. Y'all thank God for that word. Thank God for that word. I love you guys. I love you. Shadonia says she guilty. I was too, baby. I was too. Like I was too. I was so suspicious of people until I got called out on it. Like I got called out on it. And someone said, that's not love. That's not love. That's not love. If you're so suspicious of people, you're not loving. When you reject people, you reject God. You, you reject God. You isolate yourself. You, and a lot of that comes from things when we were young or how people talked about us. Like, I, I, because I've always been tall, um, because my skin has been fair, because my hair was being a certain way. When I moved here from California, I became really, like, kids were really cruel. So it made me isolate myself. I get it. Like, I get the pain behind it. When you've been in a bad relationship, I was in a bad, abusive relationship. So before Jermaine came along, I isolated myself. You right? I'm just giving you examples, right? I, your, your parents rejected you. You'll isolate yourself. It's easy to isolate yourself to protect yourself from pain. That, that's easy to do, to isolate yourself, to protect yourself from pain. You isolate yourself to protect yourself from pain, but you are not going to get what God needs to get to you if you're isolated. I, I, Nikki, that's fine. People tell me that too, that I'm too friendly. We supposed to be friendly. We supposed to be love and light. And if it's sincerely who our personality is, we're supposed to be that. Like we're supposed to be that. We're supposed to be, we're supposed to be love and light everywhere we go. We ought to light up the room. We ought to change the atmosphere. If we're not changing the atmosphere, something is wrong with us. Then we're not Christians. If you encounter me, I got to look, I have to, I have to work on that. Like I'm really, it's funny because I'm real, a good, one of my really good friends called me out on that. The other day I was answering my business line and my tone was just dry. It wasn't intentional, right? But it was because I'm not real customer service friendly. I'm like real literal. Like I'm real literal. And it's like, okay, what you need? And if you don't know my personality, you'll think it's something wrong with me. But it's nothing wrong with me. It's just I'm focused on a need, an end result of what we need, right? And so in that, it can get translated wrong. And so, so that I don't necessarily have to modify myself or seem rude, I've had to transform and say, let, let me look at how I answer this phone. Or we need to get somebody else to answer this phone because that's not necessarily my personality. It's cool for your personality to be a certain way, but it's not cool for your attitude to reflect anything other than light and love. We're supposed to be light and love. Yes, give eyes. We are not supposed to be talking about other people. We, we pick people apart because we pick ourselves apart. It's easy for us to find out what's wrong with other people because that's how we treat ourselves. When I used to be real hard on myself and I still am, I'm getting better. It was easy for me to pick people apart and find out what was wrong with people. 
It was easy for me to pick them apart. Why? Because I could find out, I can point my finger at them all day long. Why? Because it was usually what was in me. It was usually what was in me. So we have to look at that and we have to challenge ourselves in that way. Ooh, gosh, let's get the word went forth this morning. I'm sorry. How y'all doing? I love y'all. I love you so much. All of y'all that are logging on, go back and review this from the beginning. Yeah, we got to see things through God's eyes. Let me pray for you guys so we can get out of here and get to work. I can get on my field trip with my little bitty guy today. Judah is the last of my five. Uh, we're going out to the heifer farm. I'm really excited about hanging out with him today. So I'm straight in mommy mode. Um, and I like being in mommy mode uh, as much as I like being in wife mode. Um, family is very important to me. Uh, love you guys so much. Love you guys so much like I love you guys so so much uh, y'all know that too I think y'all know that like I love y'all like when I say that to y'all I'll bubble in the inside so I love you guys so much um may the blessing of the Lord be upon you today let me pray for you right now um and then we're gonna get out of here Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your on-time word today, Lord God. This word that will transition us into the next season of our life, Lord God. Show us the areas of our lives in which we've isolated ourselves from you, from people, from what you're trying to do in our lives. Lord, you created us to be free in Christ Jesus. And we receive that freedom today in in, in your word, Lord God, to go and be everything that you called us to be so that we can level up, so that we can expand, so that we can reach, so that we can grow, so that we can love, so that we can be mission minded, Lord God, for the things that you called us to do. Bless the people today, Lord God. We thank you for the word going forth. I cover them in the blood of Jesus, Lord, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. No demon, no devil in hell shall come near our dwelling, that they are blessed coming in and blessed coming out. Bless the people of God today in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Bless you today. Bless. I speak a blessing over you today. I speak favor over you today. Receive that for your life. Receive the favor of God. You know, favor produces supernatural increase and favor causes policies, rules, and regulations to be reversed to your advantage. That's in the word, right? So expect favor in your life today. Expect, I ain't talking about manipulation. I ain't talking about stealing nothing. I'm talking about the favor of God in your life. Expect favor in your life today. Expect love in your life today. I love you. You know what I'm about to say, right? Go do what? Go be loved today. If you logged on and didn't share the video, share this word of God. We sharing the word of God. People need the word of God in their life. Share the word of God today. Go be loved today. Love peace and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.